Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Sons Podcast. I am your co-host, Philip, uh, and today's episode, it is just me. Uh, first of all, my wonderful brother, my host, the co-host of Two Sons Podcast. Uh, today is currently his uh, relationship anniversary uh, with his girlfriend, so he was out celebrating, um, bringing in some memories, having a good time. So I wish them the best of luck. Hopefully they're having a good day and a good night and uh, they are enjoying their anniversary together. Um, so a little miniature round of applause for Joseph and his girlfriend as they celebrate their anniversary, um, which obviously leaves me to record by myself as we usually record Thursdays. And it just so happens that their anniversary falls on a Thursday. Um, so for starters, uh, this is actually going to be technically the first episode of the new year. Uh, so as you know, we saw you guys last in 2023 when we did our Christmas movie bracket showdown. Um, obviously, that was a lot of fun. Uh, if you have not checked out that episode, go check it out. Uh, it will be like probably in the this top of the corner um, at the end of the episode. So if you haven't watched it, you can just go click on it and watch it after this episode. Um, for those of you, uh, we hope that you had a happy and merry holiday season. Um, you know, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, Christmas, uh, Yule, you know, any other holiday celebrations during uh, that time of year. We really hope that you had a good holiday season and you enjoyed the time with your family because obviously that is what is most important in life. Uh, so from the bottom of our hearts here at Two Sons Podcast, we really wish that you and your family had a very happy holidays um, and especially bringing into the new year. Hopefully you guys uh, were able to spend time with family and friends and bring in uh, the beginning of 2024 with your loved ones or people that you care about. Uh, so again, from the bottom of our heart here at Two Sons Podcast, uh, we hope that you had a happy holidays and a merry new year. So obviously, uh, it is still bright and early in the 2024 season. Uh, so hopefully everybody's new year has been off to a great start. Uh, as I mentioned, these is going to be the official uh, first episode of the new year. Um, so hopefully you guys are looking forward to what I have to talk about today. Uh, we will be back, obviously, next week to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, we have a lot of good content coming out uh, for this year, especially for the beginning of this year. Uh, it is going to be very Star Wars heavy, um, which is why my episode is going to be a little polar opposite, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, we do have some exciting stuff lined up uh, for 2024. Um, you know, we might do an episode on us going over the movies of 2023 and just how, uh, you know, the year was for movies overall. Uh, we could possibly do one on up and coming 2024 movies and what to look out for. Um, but as I mentioned, you know, the focus is going to be very Star Wars heavy as we've been hinting the last couple of weeks. Uh, so be excited for that content. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be really fun. Uh, and I'm really glad to uh, dive into another hopefully fruitful and successful year of two sons podcast. Um, you know, we just want to thank you guys so much for helping this podcast grow over the last couple of years. It's amazing that we've been doing this the last couple of years. Um, and with the small knitted uh, community and family that we have, uh, you know, we just always want to appreciate and thank you guys from the bottoms of our heart. Uh, you know, no matter how many views, you know, no, how, no matter how many clicks or followers we get, um, you know, just seeing one or two views, to be honest, like makes my day. Uh, you know, as I sit here in front of the camera and we sit here in front of the camera and talk for like, you know, an hour or two 
and, you know, just really get into it and, you know, we could express what we love and the fact that people will sit here and watch us do exactly that uh, means the world to us. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we don't monetize this. We don't make any money off of this. Uh, we just do this because um, it's one of, you know, our favorite things to do. And we would just love to spread our message and uh, our opinions to the communities as a whole. So again, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts uh, for supporting this podcast over the years. And like I said, hopefully that uh, love and support continues on into the 2024 season. Um, and let's see how much we can grow. So, you know, the future only gets brighter. Um, so as I was hinting earlier, uh, obviously, you know, we are going to be doing, uh, you know, a very heavy start of the year, you know, with Star Wars related content. Uh, however, I have had my mind on something the last couple of days, well, technically since the first, uh, so the beginning of the new year. And, you know, I thought because it's just me, myself and I, uh, I could do an episode on it. So, I mean, this will be a fairly short episode, you know, maybe at least 25, 30 minutes, you know, maybe even less, depending on how much. I, you know, jabber on and put words together, to be honest. Um, but I decided that uh, I was going to kind of dip my toes back into Marvel a little bit um, because there has been a general topic that has been on my mind uh, for the last couple of days. And I wanted to share that with you guys. And then maybe I could learn something as well as everybody else could learn a little bit of something um, when it comes to this topic. And that topic, my dear friends, is X-Men. Um, now, if you are a fan of Marvel... And the, uh, you know, Marvel Comics in general, obviously you have heard of the X-Men. Um, you know, as far as me and my brother are concerned, uh, I think the, you know, Fox Universe was probably the first little bit of like superhero movies that we were introduced to growing up. Um, I think me and him grew up off the X-Men movies, uh, and then especially the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Uh, so those were really our first two like big genres when it came to superheroes uh, before we dabbled into the MCU. And then obviously with the Avengers and the Infinity Saga, and then, you know, that huge rabbit hole um, of, you know, Marvel and MCU. Um, so, yes, you know, so from a very young age, we were introduced to, you know, the X-Men and, and those movies, you know, in the early 2000s. And uh, that was really the start of our love for superheroes and Marvel, even though, you know, obviously uh, this podcast tends to focus a lot on Star Wars. Um, you know, we do like to dip our toes into, you know, the other niches and the other franchises that we hold near and dear. Uh, you know, when it comes to superheroes, uh, we were definitely always more Marvel than we were DC. Um, you know, so we really do enjoy, uh, you know, talking about Marvel every now and then. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, what better way to kind of start off the new year by talking about the X-Men. Um, so for this video, I don't really have too much plans. Um, I was just kind of going to um, read basically what I found um, on Wikipedia that basically just kind of explains like what the X-Men are. And I thought we can kind of go through it together, uh, you know, find out, you know, some of the most important information, uh, you know, who they were, how they were created, you know, and so on and so forth. And then I kind of wanted to talk about, um, you know, some upcoming projects um, or potential that the X-Men have um, over this next year of 2024. Um, so as I mentioned, obviously, you know, our you know love for X-Men or, you know, I mean, my brother could tell you, I mean, he's definitely going to wish he was here for this episode, uh, but he loves the X-Men. Um, you know, it's one of our favorite things that comes, you know, within the Marvel Universe. Uh, obviously not the MCU, because so far the X-Men have not been in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe that was in the Fox Universe. Um, so when I say Marvel Universe, I'm just referring to Fox uh, and the comic books, obviously. So obviously, you know, that was our first taste of superheroes and everything. And, 
there was just something about the X-Men and, you know, the fact that, you know, you had a huge number of unique individuals with all these different powers and abilities that just kind of really interested us the most. Um, and we loved those movies growing up. And it's kind of, it's like I said, you know, that and Spider-Man was really the two major things that pushed our love for superheroes forward. And obviously when the MCU rolled around, um, obviously that was just the icing on the cake. And then obviously we spiraled down that rabbit hole uh, along with Star Wars and uh, all the other franchises that we loved. Um, so like I said, I mean, if he was here, he would tell you that he's such a, a huge uh, X-Men fan. Uh, and honestly, what really got me thinking about it, to be honest, was um, obviously, you know, me and him are really obsessed with Lego. Uh, and obviously, January 1st, you know, they drop a couple of sets, you know, for the start of the new year, um, all across different franchises. Um, and they actually dropped a set for the X-Men. Um, now, this set is actually based off of the, let me see if I could... Um, Oh, let me see if I can share my screen real quick. Uh, just give me one second. Let me just make sure this all looks good. Okay, cool. All right, let me just exit this real quick. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is actually what I was on before. So let me just show you guys um, real quick the two sets that they have for the X-Men. Um, so I'm going to show you the most recent set first. This I believe this came out, uh, you know, January 1st. It had that January release set. And here it is. It is the uh, X-Men uh, X-Jet, basically. Um, so, you know, obviously you saw the price point. Uh, but basically it is modeled off of, off of the um, original um, X-Men classic TV show that aired from 1992 to 1996. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about it. I have not watched it. I heard it is on Disney plus, uh, I currently have it in my watch list, uh, ready to, you know, <laughs> be watched and explored. Uh, so I will definitely get back to you after I start watching it and let you know how I am enjoying it. Um, basically this X jet is modeled off of what you see, um, in that, you know, uh, nineties X-Men show basically. Um, so just kind of going through a couple of the screenshots, obviously very well detailed. Um, you got, you got cockpit. So I'm sorry, you got cockpit space. That's the worst. That's probably the worst word to uh, get a little bit of a brain fart on. Um, you got plenty of room for minifigs in the cockpit. Um, some play features. Obviously, you see some of the classic uh, 90s X-Men outfits with these minifigs. Obviously, you're going to get Cyclops, Magneto, uh, Rogue, and Wolverine. Uh, which again is super cool. Uh, this picture right here just really gives you a good idea of the scale and just how cool this uh, build looks, to be honest, I'm super excited. Probably going to use one of my Lego gift cards on it to uh, <laughs> to buy it um, because I just went on Whatnot today and I purchased um, the minifig of Beast and Storm um, that kind of go along with this, uh, you know, 90s X-Men theme. Uh, so that is the most recent set uh, that came out. Like I said, looks really well detailed, really good build. Um, obviously, I would not pay this price point. Um Oh, it only has two and a half stars. Huh? That's, I, I wonder if a lot of that is because of the price. Um, but, you know, again, this price point, I would not pay myself personally. Um, if I did not have any gift cards or whatever, this would be a different story. I would wait until the set went on sale or I would just collect the minifigs uh, separate because that's actually something that I'm getting into. I'm starting to collect just minifigures for Lego um, in 2024. Uh, it's really cool. Um but yeah, but because I have, you know, gift cards from Christmas and the holidays, um, I might use it to knock down the price, you know, to about 30, 40 bucks. You know, that's a lot more reasonable than almost paying $90 after tax uh, for this. But 
Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so this is the newest uh, X-Men set when it comes to Marvel. Uh, really cool. And then I believe this released last year. Do not quote me on it. But um, let me scroll down to it. Should be at the bottom over here. Yes, we have the Wolverine's um, Adamantium Claws, basically. Um, so I believe this came out last year, if I remember correctly. Um, so again, this is obviously based off the uh, 90s X-Men uh, TV show based off the Wolverine's outfit. Obviously, you have the blue, which is supposed to symbolize like, you know, the blue gloves that he basically wears. Um, and then you have the, um, how did they pronounce it again? I'm sorry. Yeah, adamantium uh, claws. So these are not his like, you know, organic bone claws. These are the metal claws that he eventually gets. Um Again, even the box art, honestly, looks really cool, uh, looks really well done. And then when it's actually put together, it looks like a pretty decent build. Um, it's not like as flashy as, you know, some of the other uh, gauntlets or, um, you know, uh, helmets that we've seen, you know, for the Marvel line. But, I mean, you got some beautiful uh, artwork on the back of the box, basically just showing you that it is from that 90s uh, cartoon. And then again, even putting it together, I mean, it's a pretty decent size. It almost looks like you could, like, you know, wear it as a glove, to be honest. Um, and especially, you know, the nice little uh, plaque that you get with the build has that classic X-Men's logo from the 90s, which kind of gives you more of that nostalgia feel. Um, so these are really the only two sets that they actually have anything X-Men related for. Um, but because they are dropping lines from, you know, the X-Men 97 um it is possible that we will see more stuff in the future but obviously as of now uh we do not know uh for those of you that are wondering when it comes to the x-men 97 so the original cartoon series ran from 1992 to 1996 uh however i just found out recently um that i believe you know somewhere around the beginnings of 2024 so i don't know if it's this month or maybe next month or march just all i know is like you know early 2024 uh, basically, the writer and director that created the uh, 90s cartoon for the X-Men is actually um, working with Disney to basically create a continuation of that animated series um, that is going to be airing on Disney+. And I think, hence, that's why they are calling it um, X-Men 97, because it's kind of like a little bit of like a nod to the original cartoon. Um, as, you know, it, again, it ended in 1996. So if this is a continuation, then they're just saying that, oh, you know, now it's X-Men 97, uh, and it's going to continue in 1997. So I really hope uh, it has some of that classic kind of like... Um, in, early 90s um, animation style. I mean, obviously animation has came a long way uh, from the 90s, but there is just something kind of very authentic um, about this um, animation style that I really do enjoy. Um, let me just see if I could... Uh, let me see if I can spell 90s <laughs> correctly. Uh, if i could find any images from the show uh yeah but i mean this is a good example so i mean again just looking at somebody um like rogue i mean just this animation style is actually just very well done i mean for the 90s uh she looks very good um so if they kind of continue this style honestly um in 2024 um maybe just update a little bit so maybe it runs a little bit more smooth or you know you could you could tell it's maybe uh you know updated more but uh again i mean that would be really cool uh, and yeah, I, I, so I'm looking forward to it. I mean, like I said, I have the original cartoon on my watch list. Uh, I'm probably going to start watching that this month, uh, just to get a feel. I think it's like five or six seasons as long each of the seasons are, but uh, I mean, again, I'll find out.
Oh, so yeah, so that's basically where the inspiration um, for this video basically came from, you know, came from this set um, and then the other set that I showed you in the beginning as well. Um, so moving on, that's what gave me the, obviously, idea to do a video on this. So as I mentioned before, ooh, let me just, okay, uh, as I mentioned before, um, I decided to pull up good old Wikipedia because obviously Wikipedia is super accurate and obviously everybody should be using this for, you know, whatever they need to be using it for, um, you know, but they usually offer a pretty good consensus, you know, and overview of different topics and content. So I thought, you know what, this would be a great way for us to kind of sit down and just kind of go over um, exactly, you know, where the X-Men came from, who they were um, and what their mark has been, you know, when it came to superheroes and just, you know, Marvel in general. Um so right away, obviously, we're going to just read the first paragraph here real quick. Uh, so we see that the X-Men are a superhero team appearing in American comic books, published by Marvel Comics, uh, created by artist slash co-plotter uh, Jack Kirby and writer-editor Stan Lee. Okay, so we see, obviously, the godfather of Marvel and Stan Lee, um, you know, being the writer and editor uh, of the X-Men comic books. And then obviously we see the um, artist slash uh, co-plotter, co um, which probably means that him and Stan Lee were kind of like working in coherence, just like how me and Joey uh, worked together for the podcast. But they were the ones that put their heads together and created the uh, plot and the, um, you know, characters for the X-Men. And then obviously Jack Kirby was responsible for the art. And then Stan Lee was responsible for the editing and writing. Um, so we had these two come together. Uh, the team first appeared in X-Men number one, which the comic apparently came out in September 1963. Uh, so that was actually about, uh, if my math serves me correctly, almost about like 30 years uh, before the uh, original TV show came out in the 90s. Uh, so we see that the X-Men had like a long-standing history of about 30 years before they were actually introduced um, in that little animated series. So although initially canceled in 1970 due to low sales, which is unfortunate, um, following its 1975 revival and subsequent direction under writer Chris Claremont, uh, became one of the most recognizable and successful franchises of Marvel Comics. Uh, they have appeared in numerous books, television shows, the Disney's 20th century X-Men films, and video games. Uh, the X-Men title may refer to the superhero team itself, uh, the uh, the comic series or the broader franchises, including various solo titles and team books, such as New Mutants, Excalibur, and X-Force. <laughs> Obviously, X-Force being the uh, the most recent uh, <laughs> team uh, from the Deadpool movies, uh, which is kind of funny that they included it in, uh, in that little paragraph. Uh, so obviously, you know, like just like every other Marvel project, we see that the X-Men had their uh, initial beginnings in 1963 um, under the direction of Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, um, and they appeared in a couple of comic books. Now we see that they had, uh, you know, a pretty decent comic line of about seven years. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it was canceled for a brief time in 1970 due to low sales. Obviously, I guess maybe too many people weren't that interested um, in the characters or maybe just the plot of the X-Men. However... Uh, somehow, I just want to see if I highlight it, if it's going to tell us why it revived. Uh, yeah, so it seems like maybe it's responsible for this comic book, uh, the Giant Size X-Men Volume 1. Um, was a special issue of the X-Men comic book series published by Marvel Comics in 1975. Um, it was written by Lee Wen and illustrated by Dave uh, Cockrum. Um Though it not a regular issue, it contained the first new X-Men story in five years, uh, titled Second Genesis. 
Um, so this was possibly one of the very first comics to come back uh, after that five-year hiatus. And, you know, the revival of maybe the 70s um, just kind of pushed the X-Men back onto the stage. Uh, and then obviously, you know, as the paragraph mentioned, it became one of the most recognizable and successful franchises of the Marvel comics, you know, along with uh, Fantastic Four and Avengers and so on and so forth. Um, and then obviously we see that, you know, it has appeared in a number of books, television shows, you know, which includes the uh, classic 90s cartoon, uh, Disney's 20th century X-Men films, which were produced by like Fox, um, which is obviously what me and my brother grew up with. And, you know, some occasional video games. Speaking of video games, apparently there is a Wolverine uh there's a Wolverine video game that I believe is coming out this year, I think. Uh, so, again, that's just some more love for X-Men uh, coming out uh, this year as well. Uh, so, just kind of going down a little bit. Okay, so we kind of got an idea of, like, you know, where the X-Men come from, where their origins are. Now, exactly who are they? So, in the Marvel Universe, mutants are humans who are born with a genetic trait called the X-Gene, which grants them natural human, uh, superhuman abilities generally manifesting during puberty. Uh, due to their differences from the majority of humanity, mutants are subject to prejudice and discrimination. Many X-Men stories feature social commentary on bigotry, justice, and other political themes. Uh, the X-Men have fought against a variety of enemies, including villainous mutants, human bigots, supervillains, mystical threats, uh, extraterrestrials, and malevolent artificial intelligence. Um, in most iterations of the team, they are led by their founder, Charles Professor X Xavier, a powerful telepath who runs a school for mutant children out in his mansion in Westchester, New York, which equally is also the headquarters of the X-Men. Um, their stories have frequently involved Magneto, a powerful mutant with control over magnetic fields, who is depicted as an old friend and foe, I guess, and it says fo and foil, but I guess maybe foe, uh, to Xavier. Uh, variously acting as an adversary or an ally. Um, and then the current iteration of the official X-Men team is headquartered in the Treehouse, a Krakowin base in New York City, and the roster is voted on by their fellow mutants in elections held at periodic uh, Hellfire Galas. Uh, no longer working in secret, they fight publicly for the safety of mutants, to build bridges between Krakoa and human nations, and to protect the Earth and solar system from extraterrestrial threats. Um, so obviously a lot to take in. Uh, so we see that, you know, when it comes to the X-Men, their place in the Marvel universe is basically as mutants. Now, obviously we've been told that mutants are basically people that are born with genetic trait called the X-Gene, you know, hence the X-Men, uh, referring to like a group of like men and women, uh, who have this, you know, genetic trait, uh, which obviously grants them, uh, natural superhuman abilities, um, and then it just somehow manifests, you know, during puberty, which is when I guess a lot of them find out. Um, obviously, over time, you know, these people are kind of gathered together in one place and they are led by, you know, their leader and founder, Charles Professor X Xavier, who, you know, like everybody else, has one of these X genes, um, which allows them to be a powerful telepath who runs the school for the mutant children to kind of help them, like, understand their powers and use them for good um, out of his mansion in Westchester, New York, which obviously we've seen uh, multiple times, like, you know, in the uh, 20th Century Fox uh, X-Men films, and I'm sure, you know, it probably made some appearances uh, in the classic cartoon series as well. Um, so besides Charles Xavier, um, we also see a nod to Magneto, who is obviously an old friend, which we see again in the movies. Um, but then he also sometimes is a foe. Obviously, uh, him and Charles have their own ideas and beliefs, um, so they kind of butt heads from time to time. But at the end of the day, I would like to think that they're definitely friends, um, but just, you know, have differences like everybody in the world does. 
so yeah, so that basically gives us the general rundown. So we see that the X-Men were created in comic form uh, in 1963 by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Uh, we see that although they had a short cancellation, they made a huge revival in 1975 and obviously spawned TV shows, books, movies, uh, you know, comics, etc. Um, we know that the X-Men themselves are humans that are granted um, a genetic trait called the X-Gene, which obviously gives them superhuman abilities. Um, and because, you know, these humans are popping up with this X-Gene, someone by the name of Charles Xavier created a school uh, for these X-Men where uh, these children can grow and learn their powers and become, uh, you know, people, you know, for good, basically. Um, and obviously, you know, we see alongside Magneto, uh, you know, the X-Men, you know, hence are formed. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously the rest is is history, basically. Um, so, you know, we already went kind of over the background and creation, um, obviously, in 1963 with the success of Spider-Man, the Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, and the Fantastic Four. Um, Co-creator Stan Lee wanted to create another group of superheroes, but did not want to have to explain how they got their powers. In 2004, Lee recalled, I couldn't have everybody bitten by a radioactive spider or exposed to a gamma ray explosion. And I took that cowardly way out. I said to myself, why don't I just say they're mutants? They are born that way. Um, and then, you know, piggybacking off of that 1987 interview, Kirby said, the X-Men, I did the natural thing here. What would you do with mutants who were just plain boys and girls and certainly not dangerous? You school them. You develop their skills. So I gave them a leader, Professor X, of course. It was the natural thing to do instead of disorienting or alienating people who were different from us. I made the X-Men part of the human race, which they were. Possibly radiation, if it is beneficial, may create mutants that'll save us instead of doing us harm. I felt that if we train the mutants our way, they'll help us and not only help us, but achieve a measure of growth in their own sense. And so we could all live together. Now, I mean, honestly, that both words from, from Lee and Kirby, there basically just beautifully sum up um, the ideals behind the X-Men and basically how they were founded. Obviously, Stan Lee wanted to create a new group of heroes. And then obviously Kirby piggybacked off of that. Basically creating the X-Men as not, you know, people or humans that were different from ordinary people, right? They weren't bitten by anything radioactive. They didn't fall into any gamma ray explosion or they weren't exposed to anything radioactive, but they were just born this way. You know, they were born with a specific trait, with a specific gene, and obviously that made them different from others, but not so much different in the sense that they still belonged to humanity as a whole. And I think that's the most important thing to take away from the X-Men and just who these people are, because at the end of the day, they're still human. Uh, they were born differently. They didn't ask to be born this way, but, you know, they learned to overcome their abilities, uh, learn to use them for good and then help out the rest of humanity. And that's one of the most important lessons uh, in life. I mean, obviously, we of course, we probably have some mutants that use their powers for, for evil and then obviously use them for good. But at the end of the day, what's the most important thing to take out of this little interview from Jack Kirby is that these mutants are people too. And, you know, that's probably why so many people love the X-Men because obviously people could relate to maybe feeling different or feeling, you know, a little bit unique, you know, from everybody else, um, which obviously is an amazing message. Um and let's see. I mean, is there anything else I want to cover? Uh, 
I mean, we can probably just go over, you know, maybe a couple of the different uh, X-Men. So obviously early X-Men issues introduced the original team uh, composed of Cyclops. So let's see if we'll show this picture. So we got Cyclops here, uh, Marvel Girl, uh, or known as Jean uh, Aline Gray, um, or just, I believe she's just Jean Gray, but she actually has a name, which is actually interesting. I didn't know that she was called Marvel Girl. Uh, Beast, we have Angel. Uh, sounds very familiar. I believe he was in one of the X-Men movies. Uh, and Iceman, again, I think same thing. He was also in one of the uh, the movies. But then we also have some interesting ones. Uh, we also have uh, someone by the name of Mastermind. Uh, we have Quicksilver, which everybody knows and love. And then we have Scarlet Witch uh, and Toad. Okay, I had never heard of Ter uh, Toad before. <laughs> and then obviously we have some like other very well-known ones like Night... Um, Nightcrawler, uh, we have the Wolverine, you know, we have um, uh, Storm, we have Rogue, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. We have Magneto, obviously. Uh, and I think that's pretty much going to basically cover. I mean, we could do a quick team roster real quick. Um, so obviously, again, the X-Men team lineup has varied throughout the years and splintered into several other newer teams. Uh, the original team lineup introduced Cyclops, Jean Grey, Beast, Angel, uh, and Iceman, as well as Professor X. However, later issues brought fan favorites and frequent members such as Wolverine, which we see right here, uh, Storm, we have Colossus, uh, Nightcrawler, Rogue, uh, Kitty Pride, which she sounds familiar, uh, Jubilee, Domino, Gambit, uh, Emma Frost, uh, Psy Psylocke, Psylocke, uh, Havoc, Dazzler, Polaris, Bishop, Forge, and then finally Banshee. Um, and then obviously again down here we have Magneto. And then, uh, you know, we'll kind of, we have a couple of the foes down here. So we have Mystique, uh, we have Apocalypse, we have uh, Mr. Sinister, and uh, these robots called the Sentinels, as well as a villain team called the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, um, and the Hellfire Club uh, were some of the adversaries that the X-Men would face. Uh, so let me actually, oh, hold on, I'm trying to... Sorry, I don't know if I'm having some technical difficulties, but I'm trying to bring up the uh, Zoom recording so I can stop sharing my screen, and it is buffering, so I'm getting kind of nervous. <laughs> um, hopefully, I did not buffer out or anything. Um, up, and then I got the white screen. Uh-oh, this is not good. Uh, sorry, folks. I mean, this is uh, this is one of the very unique things about Two Sons Podcast is that we do it live, and you know, we don't go back and we don't cut out, um, you know, uh, interruptions or we don't cut out mistakes. You know, we just kind of, um, you know, do it as it is. Uh, is there any way I can get to this? I'm just trying to wait for this program to respond i mean i i would hate to close it and then just lose everything that i just spoke about that would be very unfortunate
But uh, I guess while we kind of sit here and wait, um, continue talking a little bit more um, about, uh, you know, the X-Men and just kind of wrapping up this conversation. So obviously, you know, in today's episode, uh, you know, we learned a couple of things about the X-Men. So we found out when they were originally created. Um, so Stan Lee and an, uh, a man named Jack Kirby, uh, basically in 1963, uh, they put their heads together and they created uh, the superhuman group known as uh, the X-Men and created the first comic uh, for the X-Men. Now we see that they had a pretty, you know, decent seven year span until about 1970, when unfortunately it was canceled due to low pop, uh, popularity. However, after a five year hiatus, it came back in 1975 um, when more comic issues were uh, put into production. And uh, after 1975, obviously, we see that the X-Men gained more popularity. Uh, and obviously, we saw them branch out into different books, comics, TV shows, uh, movies, you know, so on and so forth. Um Obviously, you know, the message behind the X-Men is that these were people with a gene, uh, genetic mutation known as the X-Gene. Uh, so they were humans, but, you know, some of them has adapted uh, specific superhuman abilities um, based off of a genetic trait that they inherited when they were born. Um, seeing all these young children kind of struggling to find their place in the world, um, somebody by the name of Charles Xavier created a school uh, for the mutants and, you know, the children to come and learn about who they are, how to control their powers and their abilities, and obviously use them for good. Uh, hence the creation of the X-Men, obviously, as they grow up. And then we see that the X-Men started out with a very uh, specific few characters, but obviously over time we have more characters added to the mix. And then obviously we see our X-Men fight a number of different adver uh, adversaries over the years, um, you know, throughout, you know, different comics and movies and whatnot. And then obviously... Uh, because of the success of the X-Men and how beloved they've become as a franchise. Obviously, fast forwarding to 2024, we can see that the X-Men are still appreciated and loved to this day. Um, obviously, Lego has branded them uh, with two Lego sets. Obviously, the first one coming in uh, Wolverine's um, Claws, obviously, from the uh, 90s TV show. And then we see that they also recently came out with the X-Jet from the 90s TV show as well, uh, showing a little bit more love there which is really cool. Um, we see that they've even released some like minifigures and those like little blind boxes. I believe Storm and Beast were, and Wolverine were the three figures that you can get in that blind box. So again, just showing more love to that uh, X-Men 1997 uh, cartoon, which is really cool. Obviously, um, we see that the classic cartoon is getting uh, a continuation added to it to Disney Plus very soon. Um, we know that there are rumors of the X-Men coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, obviously, spoiler alert for those of you that have not seen the Marvels. We see that there is a post-credit scene with the Beast um, showing that, you know, we have our first sighting of a mutant uh, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we know that the X-Men and the mutants are eventually going to be coming uh, to the MCU. We just do not know when, unfortunately. Um and then, you know, last but not least, um, you know, I'm probably missing some stuff, but then we also have um, the Wolverine game, you know, coming to PlayStation uh, alongside the likes of, you know, like Marvel's Spider-Man and then uh, Marvel's um, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, so, again, a lot of love to the X-Men this year um, and hopefully, you know, for the upcoming future, because, again, they have been a beloved uh you know, franchising group, you know, for me and my brother growing up, and I would love to see them in a more updated fashion and to really, uh, you know, have them get the limelight again. Um, let's see. Yeah, see, I'm afraid to lose this recording if I just stop it. 
Unfortunately, I've been sitting here for a while, guys, to be honest. I don't even know if you can still hear me, um, but I'm just hoping that uh, the program is still running somewhere, um, you know, even though I'm not currently, uh, you know, seeing anything on my end. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for today's video. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out and just, you know, hearing my little rant and spiel about the X-Men. And, you know, maybe you learned a little bit, of, you know, of stuff that I did. Because um, I definitely learned a few things that I wasn't too sure of. Um, and now I have a pretty decent and pretty firm understanding of exactly, you know, where they come from and basically what I need to know um, to kind of fill in some gaps. Because obviously it's been a couple of years. Um, so it's always nice to refresh myself a little bit. Um, so like I said, hopefully you guys learned something too. Um, this was actually really fun to kind of sit down and talk. Um, worst case scenario, if I finish this recording and I lost everything, um, I will probably sit down and do all this tomorrow night um again but uh like i said fingers crossed that even if i close the program um the video will save and everything will be you know as it should be uh but again thank you guys so much for coming out tonight to our first very first episode of 2024 super excited to be back uh, in the new year we got a lot of great stuff to look forward to so please join us next week when we come back the two of us um and you know just stay tuned to see what we got in store uh, but before I go, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook at Two Sons Podcast. So it's with an O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Uh, you can also find us on TikTok and YouTube at Two Sons Podcast. Again, that is with an O, not a U, because we are two brothers. Uh, if everything goes well, this episode should be releasing tomorrow morning. Uh, however, if this you know happens to be corrupted and it just does not save, um, then I will be uploading this video uh, Saturday morning. Um, so just check the socials, you know, stay up to date with them and uh, just be on the lookout for this episode to release. Um, I will do the same thing and I will send the footage to my brother um, when he will update Spotify. I do not know. Uh, so, again, just please follow the socials to keep up to date on all that. Um, but with that being said, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and listening to my conversation about who the X-Men are and, uh, you know, what we can look forward to in the future. So with that being said, I hope everybody has a great night, great day, uh, great afternoon whenever you're listening. Uh, please do not do anything stupid. Uh, please really enjoy the beginning of this new year. Hopefully you've made some really nice resolutions for yourself. And, you know, with that being said, here's the 2024. Thank you guys so much for staying with us for all these years. And we will see you all in the next episode. Goodbye for now.